This is an audio-only version of the video series broadcast on YouTube. If you want to experience Me, Myself, and Die as it was originally intended, search for Me, Myself, and Die on YouTube, Facebook, or go to www.memyselfanddie.com. All of the show's playlists, social media links, and other material can be found there. And now, Me, Myself, and Die. I'm sort of picturing, like... Spanish conquistador-looking guys, you know, um, but they're not Spanish and they're not conquistadors because this is not, in fact, Earth. This is a fantasy realm. Nonetheless, they draw the, their inspiration from some of the Spanish conquistadors. Well, hello and welcome back once again to Me, Myself, and I. I am, as always, your intrepid GM host and player, Trevor DeVal. Thank you so much for joining me here. And if you do want to help support the show, please do hit like and subscribe. That really helps. We're almost, as of this recording, up to 13,000 people. 13,000 of you who still want to watch the show. Amazing to me. Amazing. If you really want to help support the show, you can do so on Patreon and join our family. Join our Patreon family. The link for that is below. When last we saw Edbert, he had just departed the drunken ghoul along with Captain Nicola and Wyndham under cover of darkness to go to the far side of the island where Stormsworth is located in order to access the town by darkness. They don't know what uh, they're going to encounter there, but they are looking for the final clue to the map in Nicola's mind, which is somewhere in the fort, the governor's fort here at Stormsworth, the governor of Tikal Dondala, or rather the governor from Tikal Dondala who is ostensibly in charge of this island. They know that there are a couple of Tikal Dandali's uh, frigates, military frigates in the harbor that they had to bypass uh, in the darkness in order to avoid being challenged by them. Uh, they know, crucially, that the Order of the Purifying Flame is probably not operating in the open here in Stormsworth, because we were we established last time that the Tikal Dandala, or that the governor of Tikal Dandala, is not particularly friendly with the pirates, and... It's assumed that because the Order of the Purifying Flame is now working with the League of Free Lords, that Tikal Dundala is not fans of the Order of the Purifying Flame. So this is of great hope, or a source of great hope to Edbert, who thinks that perhaps the Order has not been able to dominate politically in Stormsworth, or whatever the case. But we will find out all that today. First, we have 10 XP for Edbert, which he must spend. He had two, so he's got a total of 12. I'm going to bump up his climbing to five. I'm going to bump up his persuade as well to five. I'm going to bump up his deceive to four as well, which will leave him with one spare AP for luck, should he need it. Our chaos factor is currently at seven. We're progressing from the previous scene, so I'm not going to change a chaos factor, but I am going to roll to see if this particular scene is interrupted or altered. Chaos factor is at seven, which means seven or less, and something is awry, and certainly something is awry. And because it is an even number, we have an interrupt scene. So the setup for the scene is that under cover of darkness, Edbert, Captain Nicola, and Wyndham are stealing through the jungles on the north side of the island to come around to the inland side of the town in order to scale the walls or, or go into the gate or whatever the case it may be. But there is an interrupt scene either when they get to the gates or before the... Let, let's see what the source of the interrupt scene is. Event focus is 63... 
PC negative. Hmm, we, we have a lot of those in the show. <laughs> what is the action and subject? 43. Imprison? <laughs> oh boy. 67. Imprison ambush. An imprisonment of ambush. Oh boy. Okay, right away what this makes me think of is that in fact our assumptions about the order operating in secret are wrong. And that somebody is waiting for them. Someone is waiting to ambush and imprison them, probably to take them to the governor. Well, okay, here's my question. Is it the order of the purifying flame? Are they somehow lying in wait? Now we know that they have a contingent here. We know that some of their members are probably here. Obviously not the ones on the ship because, uh, you know, we would have seen the ship in the harbor. So we know that Octavius and Vale and Thrag are not here, but there are other members. Is it a member of the Purifying Flame that in fact ambushes and possibly imprisons them? Oh boy. I, I don't think it's likely. We we've already sort of established that the order is not particularly liked by the governor. So, I mean, it's possible though. It is possible that the order is trying to find its way into the good graces of the governor by ambushing Edbert. And how would they know that he's here? Well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't know that he's here unless there's some other way that they would. I guess the dice will tell. We know that way back, Lord Captain Townsend at Dengmarsh was looking for Edbert, but they also thought that Edbert was dead, so it wouldn't be wouldn't be them. I think as far as the Order knows, well, actually, the, the only way that the Order here would know that Edbert is on the island is if someone on board the Inquisitor's Leap had somehow communicated to them, I guess magically. All of that said, I'm going to say that the likelihood of it being the order of the purifying flame is probably i think it's i think it's very unlikely which at chaos factor 7 is a 50 percent chance is it the order of the purifying flame that is lying to ambush them and the answer is no <laughs> okay sound extreme no so it's not the order so the order is therefore working in secret as we surmise but someone else is it just the guards is it a patrol of the governor like a regular patrol that patrols the, the jungles around the city walls at night in order to prevent attack from whatever is in the the bush? Um, well, we know it's not the order. I'm gonna say that's probably... I'm gonna say somewhat likely. Somewhat likely it's, it's, it's the governor's patrol, and in fact the answer is yes. So it is a patrol of the governor's men, of his soldiers. I think the governor here has a standing garrison of about 100, 150 men from Tikal Dandala. So these are Tikal Dandali's soldiers. I'm sort of picturing like Spanish conquistador looking guys, you know, um, but they're not Spanish and they're not conquistadors because this is not in fact Earth. This is a fantasy realm. Nonetheless, they draw their, their inspiration from some of the Spanish conquistadors. So. The point is, is that Edbert and the boys are sneaking their way through the jungle when they are ambushed, in prison of ambush. Now, hold on a sec here. The, the random event was in prison ambush. That could actually mean that Edbert prevents the ambush from happening. Yeah, that could be. So here, here's what I'm going to do. I think that there's a chance that Edbert, who's leading the way through the, the jungle, is going to get an alertness check to see if he sees the patrol first. His alertness, which I did not just raise, <laughs> his alertness is at six. So six or less, Edbert sees the patrol. If he gets seven or more, 
the patrol sees them first. Here we go. Oh, look at that. He sees the patrol. <laughs> okay. So this, I think, is is near the wall. So as they're coming through the jungle, they can see, remember it's night, so they can see the lights of the town up ahead through the trees. It's very, very dim. They know they're getting very close. Edbert sees the patrol first. So making their way through the jungle is, we'll say, three armed Tikal Dondalese soldiers. He sees these soldiers and immediately puts up his hand and, and motions to Captain Nicola and to Wyndham to, to hide. So here's the thing. Can they successfully do a stealth? <laughs> I think this is going to be a competing roll. So Edbert's going to roll a stealth of six. The the patrol is going to roll an alertness, but because they don't have any reason to suspect that Edbert's here, Edbert saw them first, I think their alertness is going to be five. So basically, competing rolls here. The white's on six, the black's on five. Oh, it's a tie. In this case, I'm going to have to roll. <laughs> here we go. Okay, well, they both succeed. However, Edbert and gang got the higher number, which means that they are able to successfully hide from the patrol as it makes its way through the jungle. Here's a question. Do they hear the patrol talking about anything of interest? Do they happen to catch snippets of conversation that is of interest could reveal some information to Edbert? Um, it's probably unlikely. Let's see here. Oh, no, okay, the answer is no. So they don't hear anything. The patrol's actually pretty disciplined. They're not talking to each other as they make their way through the darkness, led by this one dude with a torch as he's making his way. But they make their way through the jungle and continue on their merry way around, which allows Edbert and company to continue unmolested by them. So it is in the blackest watches of the night when they emerge, hidden among the trees to see the wall of the large port town in front of them. Now remember, they're coming from the island side, so the harbor is on the far side. The governor's fortress is also on the harbor side. They're going to have to make their way through the town in order to get there. Remember, they don't even know what they're looking for. They just know that the clue, whatever that is, is going to be in the fort. That's all we know. So here's a question as we get closer. Is it possible that Captain Nicola knows the governor here. Now, Captain Nicola is a member of the League of Free Lords, so he's a pirate. The governor would know that. But is it possible that because Nicola, who is kind of operating outside the, the remit of the League at this point, he's kind of gone rogue, is it possible that Nicola has some, some ability to actually see the governor himself? That would make things really easy. I highly doubt it. I'm going to say it's impossible that, that Nicola knows the governor or has some way to be able to access him. This gives us a 15% chance of a yes. Oh, <laughs> so close. Uh, no, he doesn't. He does not know the governor. So he would be just a regular pirate to the governor like anybody else, which means that they're going to have to find another way to get into town. So as they get closer to the gates, there are a couple of watchmen on guard patrolling the walls. Here's the thing. They are travelers, but they're coming in from the landward side and they're coming in at night. That's pretty suspicious. The gates, obviously, is going to be closed. I don't think they can just approach the gates and come in. So, hmm. Well, Edbert, there she is, Stormsworth. Well, the way I see it, we could either scale the walls in secret, or we could try and talk our way in. Frankly, I don't like the idea of alerting anybody to the fact that we're here. I think we should sneak our way in. So, that's what they're going to try and do. That's going to be tough. They're going to have to sneak their way past the eyes of the watchful guards on the tower 
and see if they can get to a spot where they can maybe scale the wall and get over into the town proper. Remember, it's night. It's just after midnight, so there's not a lot of activity in the town. It's mostly guards. So, I guess the first thing is if they're if they need to stealth their way to a part of the wall since they're not going in the main gate they're going to go around as far as they can to a quiet part of the wall maybe there's a part of the wall that's uh, somewhat degraded or has some fallen masonry or something on the far side that allows them to to scurry up the wall that's possible not likely but possible this is a pretty heavily fortified place i don't think they would allow the wall to to fall into disrepair let's call that very unlikely that there's an easier access way uh, oh my god, there's a 50% chance. Boom! Right on the button. So, in fact, there is, but they have to go quite a ways around the, we'll say, the eastern side in order to find a space where they can actually enter. So the real question is now, I, it's not going to be a difficult climb because there's lots of fallen debris and stuff that allows them to be able to scale up the wall. The real question is, can they do it without being detected? This is going to be a stealth check, stealth for Edbert, and this is just going to count for the whole group. It's going to be six. Six or less. Ooh, okay. So, as they are scaling the wall on the, the away from the gate, they're scaling the wall into a, a sort of a residential area, but there's some, you know, local stalls and shops and everything. Obviously, everything's quiet as it's the middle of the night. So, my question is, are they seen by a, uh, a commoner or are they seen by a guard? Well, let's ask that question. Well, it's probably, if they're going to be seen by anybody, it's going to be a guard. I'm going to say it's somewhat likely. Here we go. Are they seen by a guard? The answer is yes. So they're climbing up the wall when there's, let's say, a crossbowman who's making his rounds and he, the crossbowman, you know, hears something or looks up. It's, it's pitch black, so we can't really see anything, but I, I think the crossbowman hears something and immediately goes over to investigate. I'm going to give Edbert an alertness check to see if he sees the guard too. Alertness is six. He does. So Edward's at the top of the wall. When he sees the guard approaching in darkness, he immediately drops down onto his stomach, tells the others to sort of do the same thing. So they're splayed out on the top of the wall, trying to not give any sort of silhouette uh, that might stand out against the moon or stars or whatever the case is. And they just kind of wait. So as the guard approaches the wall, so this is the debris that they've scrambled up. And now they're on the wall, on their stomachs. They've seen the guard. The guard has been alerted to them. The guard makes his way over. Now, here's the thing. The guard has definitely heard something, but does he see them? Well, he knows something is up already, so he's going to... He, he, he raises his crossbow and kind of pulls it back and puts a bolt in there, and he's kind of looking, looking, looking. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Gonna give the guard an alertness. Gonna give the guard an alertness of six. Does he see them crouched on the wall? He does not, but that doesn't mean he's not suspicious. He knows he's heard something. He doesn't see anything, and I think he calls out a challenge. Who's there? Who's there? Show yourselves! Edward sees this, and I think he motions to Wyndham and Nicola to stay down, and he proceeds to slowly make his way through the shadows to try and drop down behind the guard and sneak up to him. This is not his strong point, but this is what I do. But before he does, I think Nicola, you know, grabs his, his arm and very, very quietly whispers to him, I don't think it would endear us to the governor if you start killing his guards. I'm not intending to kill anyone. Just sit tight and keep your eyes open. So, Edbert tries to sneak his way down behind the building. This is going to be very difficult. I'm going to give him, once again, a contest. A contest of skills. 
going to give him a stealth roll. A character who makes a successful stealth roll imposes a stealth penalty on the alertness, stats of anyone within earshot, etc. If you make a successful stealth roll, you decide how stealthy your character wants to be. The, the penalty you choose imposes upon the alertness stats of people nearby, but it applies to your own movement. So the more you want to be stealthy, the slower you'll move. So he's got to get up to the guard quickly. His move is six. Edward's stealth is six. He succeeds. So now it's up to him to impose a penalty, which is equal to his movement penalty. He's only got to get three. I'm going to make it a three. I'm going to get make it a alertness penalty of three. So the guard's alertness is normally five. It would have been, I would have given a plus four for the situation. Nine minus three is six. So the guard is rolling on six and the guard fails with an eight, which means Edward can get up to him and do his worst. He sneaks up to the guard as the guard is moving up, looking up with his crossbow, looking up to see if he can see the hidden figures up there. And Edward is able to sneak up behind him with no weapon in his hand. And he's going to sneak up and grab him from behind and try and basically uh, knock him out, essentially. Like like choke hold him until he passes out kind of thing. He's not trying to kill him. This is So he's able to get up to him, no problem. I guess the question is, is he able to do a muscle roll? If he succeeds in this muscle roll, he's able to choke him down. And if not, the guard is gonna be able to fight back. Ooh, 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 here we go. He is able to do it. it takes him a little bit longer than he thought, but he's able to come up to the guard, kind of, you know, like I said, you know, choke the guard out, but not really hurt him, just kind of knock him out and drag him over here where in classic video game style, he will remain unconscious for as long as the plot requires. <laughs> so they've dealt with the guard and now they're in the town. Okay, they are going to try and get to the governor's fort as quickly as they can before the sun comes up. The town is quiet because it is the middle of the night, but there are patrols of guards going around. I think that it's far more likely that the guards are more active on the outside of the walls than they are on the inside of the walls. Why? Because we've already seen a patrol and we know that because there are patrols on the outside of the wall at night, it means that the governor is expecting trouble from outside the wall as opposed to inside the wall. So yeah, I think Let's just ask that. Let's ask that question to confirm or deny that, uh, that accusation. I think it is very unlikely that there are still regular patrols on the inside. And the answer is 47. Yes, there was a 50% chance. So yes, there are still regular patrols. They're going to have to be very careful as they, as they go from shadow to shadow, from alleyway to shadowed alleyway, making their way to this ramshackle port town. But... We know that the governor's mansion is basically on the far side of the town, so they're gonna have to navigate the entirety of the town. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give an alertness roll, and I'm gonna get a, a stealth roll. The alertness roll is to see if they see the patrols before the patrols see them. The stealth roll is to see if they can evade the patrols. If either of these rolls fails, they're going to have to encounter a patrol, because we know that there's regular patrols, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a fight, but they're going to have to encounter and deal with them. So here we go. The first one is, and both of these rolls are the same. They're both at sixes. The alertness roll to see if they see the patrols before they see them. Yes. So as they make their way through the streets, they are able to catch the patrols or see the patrols before they see them. But now the stealth. Because it's possible that someone else sees them skulking through the streets. Now here's the thing. They basically look like any kind of denizen of the town basically so i think if someone else like if someone's stumbling drunkenly out of a tavern or something i think if they saw them it's not going to raise alarm bells for for like some drunk guy stumbling out of a tavern or something so i'm going to give a bonus to this 
stealth roll just because of that. They've already succeeded in the alertness roll, so they're seeing the patrols first. So I'm going to give him a bonus of plus two. So his stealth roll in order to get successfully to the uh, fortress is going to be at eight. Success. Amazing. They are able to get through the town. It does take them a good hour to very quietly, you know, you know, as I said, very carefully go from shadowed entryway and, and, and uh, alleyway to the fort. So the fort stands before them. The fort itself has a cliff side, which is on the harbor side. But I think that there is a there's a road that leads up to the fort itself. I think it's obvious that the fort gates are going to be manned. So I don't think there's going to be a way through the fort there. They're going to have to find another way. But the fort, out of all the places in town, is definitely going to be the most heavily guarded. That said, I don't think it's crawling with guards or anything. How best to get in the fort? They're going to have to observe the fort first. So they hide out in the shadows of the alleyways and they're looking up at the fort, which is basically on a big plateau. And they can see activity, they can see guards sort of going in and out, but it's, it's pretty quiet. The main gates are shut. They don't know anything about this. Does Nicola know anything about the operations of the fort? Does he know, like, do they open the gates in the daytime? Well, you know, Nicola has been in Stormsworth probably several times, so there's a good chance. I think it's somewhat likely he does, in fact, know something. Some, you know, not hugely useful piece of information, but something about the operation. And 44. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Well, the answer is yes, and it's a doubles. So, random event. As they are sitting in the shadows looking at this, Nicholas says, There's no way in that fort for us unless we scale the walls. And uh, the walls of the fort are much more formidable than the walls of the town that we've already dealt with. But I do know that uh, when sunup comes, they'll open the gates, the main gates, for access merchants and things like this people going in to talk to the governor with governor's business things like this we could just wait for the daytime and then make our way in with the rest of the rabble oh we could is there any other way in the fort is there another way in the fort that nicola knows about i mean there probably is another way in the fort and we do have this random event coming up there probably is another way in the fort but does nicola know about it yeah, well you smuggler pirate i think maybe it's I think it's very unlikely that he knows about another way in. Uh, oh, but the answer is yes. Well, I have an idea on that. Hmm. There is another way in, but it's going to be very difficult. Oh, I'm no stranger to difficult, Captain. What is it? On the seaward side of the fortress, there is a, a small cave that leads to a series of tunnels underneath the plateau that the, that the fort is situated on. There's a small dock for rowboats. As far as I can tell, it's mostly a type of escape route, emergency exit of last resort for the governor. We could go that way. Well, how are we supposed to do that if we can only access it by sea? We can't go back to the ghoul and row out on rowboats. The frigates in the harbour will see us for certain. I mean, there's docks here in the town. There's going to be all kinds of little fishing boats and stuff. Is it possible they can steal one of those little rowboats and make their way to the entrance to the sea caves. There is a tiny little dock at the base of the cliff facing the sea, according to Nicola. They could steal a little rowboat from the docks in the town, and again, it's still dark. They could make their way over there and hope that the sea caves are far less guarded than the main entrance of the fort is. It's a far more dangerous route, but we could approach the inside of the fort from the sea caves below. It would mean getting to the main docks here at town and uh, stealing some poor fisherman's boat. 
But whatever we're going to do, we best decide. Daylight's coming soon. Well, before we make that decision, let us see what random event is in store for us. What is the event focus? 41. Move toward a thread. <laughs> Which thread? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven threads. It's gonna roll a d10 and re-roll anything that's eight or more. Three. <gasps> Move toward a thread. Oh, okay. Um, well, this is interesting. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> what is the action and subject of this thread? 97. Transform 100. Information. Transform information. Move towards the thread. They are hiding in the shadows, observing the fort. At that moment, Edbert's eyes roll back all white again, and he collapses to the ground, this time frothing at the mouth. Nicholas sees him, immediately goes down to try and tend to him, but he knows what's going on here. He has seen this before. This is obviously Uraz Vath that's trying to communicate to him. And in Edbert's mind, as he's rolling on the ground, he hears the words of Uraz Vath. And Uraz Vath, who, if you recall, had pledged to warn Edbert and company about what they're about to face in hopes that they can overcome whatever that is and solve the clue and retrieve the soul cage and bring it back to him to free him, Uraz Vath now issues a warning that moves toward this thread, transform information. The information changes, moving towards the thread. Uraz Vath says to Edbert, Edbert, you are in grave danger. I see a presence, a presence moving towards you, moving quickly, a presence that has a claim on you. You must flee. And Edward kind of uh, opens his eyes again and he sort of stumbles to his feet. Edward, what is it? What did Urazvath tell you this time? He says, he says there's something coming. We've got to go now. What's coming for us? A patrol? What? No, no, he said something. A, a force, a force that was tied to me somehow. And at that moment, as he says so, from across the square that they're hiding in, there is a light, a slowly growing silvery blue light that begins to emanate from between the buildings and there is a sound, a sound that begins to pierce Edbert's mind, pierces his very soul, it pierces every memory he's ever had. That sound is of an inhuman wail and at that moment he sees from across the square emerging from between the buildings a a, a, a sight he has not seen in a very long time. It is a figure, a feminine figure with long flowing hair and eyes as black as death as Sherilyn's spirit bane begins to glide her way across the square towards him, staring directly at him, Edbert frozen in fear, frozen in terror, frozen down to inaction, and the worst part is, is that Wyndham nor Nicola can see her. Only Edbert can, but he knows. Finally, at this moment, for whatever reason, Sherilyn Spiritbane has made her return. She glides her way towards him. Edbert's eyes go wide, struck dumb with 
terror. that we move towards is Sherilyn must be permanently dealt with and with transformative information the information that Uraz Vath has given Edbert is that Sherilyn has returned for Uraz Vath could see it in his mind and now she has emerged from the darkness finally after all of this time as Edbert knew she must and here in the streets of Stormsworth in the middle of the night the ghost, Sherilyn Spiritbane, has returned. Edbert's will crumbles, and the words begin to tumble from his mouth as if by old habit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He collapses to the ground in an almost fetal position, just mumbling over and over again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Staring at the nothing in front of him that Nicola and Wyndham see, for in fact they see nothing at all. Captain Wyndham kneels down to Edbert. What is wrong with you, Edbert? Get to your feet, man! But Edbert just rocks back and forth, staring at the face of Sherilyn as she gets closer and closer to him. And he knows in this moment that his days of restfulness, his days of sleep, are over. And that is about as good a place as any to end this episode. Oh my god, Sherilyn is returned right as they're on the cusp of discovering the final clue as to where the soul cage is. What effect is this going to have on the Order? Because if you remember that the Order tracks Edbert only so long as he is haunted by the, the spirit of Sherilyn. Well, now she has returned, which means the Order is going to be able to find him no matter where he goes, they are going to be on to him, including any Order members that might be in the town right now. In fact, it is very conceivable that one of the Order members, or one or more Order members who are somewhere hidden within the town right now, suddenly bolt from their sleep, knowing, sensing their old leader's return, and sensing the proximity of he whom she haunts. What will happen. We'll have to find out next time on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Please do hit like and subscribe. And if you want to help uh, support the show on Patreon, the link for that is below. We will see what happens next time here on Me, Myself, and Die. <laughs> <laughs>